0: It's great to have you on the show, Sachin.
1: I'm happy to be here, too. To, in fact, I've been looking forward to this for a couple of days now.
0: Yeah, me too. And uh, like, I know, I like, right now is a really hard time for you, both personally and even at work. So, like, I'd love to know how you and your family are doing right now.
1: As so far as I'm concerned, uh, I've been uh, working at the business at uh, uh, Enrich, and that, apart, like I said, it's given me time to uh, pause, think, read, watch, listen, and uh, make some very interesting observations. So it started by uh, thinking that, wow, some time free, then it started looking hard, but over a period of time, once you wrapped your head around it, uh, uh, I can only say it's extremely, extremely interesting.
0: So through this time, right, like if we look at most business owners, like they have been complaining, they've been frustrated, right? Uh, and like your salons also for a huge period of time was shut down. Uh, so where does that positivity come from?
1: Uh, I'll tell you where, what What my, what my uh, uh, way to, like I said, wrap my head around this is. So it's not as if you don't uh, feel fear or you don't feel anxious or you don't feel stressed or you don't feel, uh, using the same words, anger and frustration. But um, you just what you do is you just try and uh, try and substitute some of that. So, uh, in place of uh, dread, if you try and replace that with a little bit of interest, uh, or if 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 uh, in place of uh, fear you try and replace it with a little bit of curiosity, saying, aisa hoga. Okay, let Let's think three steps ahead and say, what's क्या hoga. Then if this thing works, then what will happen? Oh my God, that will happen. And then what? So the more you start engaging with it, rather than defending and keeping away from it, it starts becoming interesting and it starts getting your head to work. And something that was intimidating to you sometime back, suddenly uh, becomes less intimidating because now you are actively uh, having a dialogue with it and trying to figure stuff around it and all that so i think for for um, that's how it's been and in, for, again for me this has been a bit of a uh, uh, this way of doing things has been a little bit of a discovery because uh, though i've never ever faced something like this before i don't think anybody in the world has but i've had prior experience of uh, dealing with uh, all the what they call the Panch Mahabhut. So, I have dealt with uh, earth, wind, water, fire and sky. So, um, for example, when I I used to earlier uh, live in Ahmedabad, during that stint, I have dealt with an earthquake. I have dealt with a cyclone. I have dealt with uh, riots, which is the fire part of it. I have dealt with floods. And I have dealt with uh, even a plague scare and stuff like that. So uh, one of the things that one of the things that I learned the hard way dealing with all of that was uh, for example, if you feel the, this is the second bit. If you if you feel angry, keep continuing angrily. If you feel scared, scared to all of these things might slow you down a little bit, it will seem uphill to go against the pressure, uh, but the best thing to do is to uh, not allow anything to make you freeze in your tracks because that is the killer thing. like I learned I learned during the earthquake that fear is a very very sticky tenant Darkko. So then uh, if you're not careful, then it will leave at its time and you won't have control over it. So I used to stay on the third floor and uh, we moved to ground floor in another area where my in-laws used to live. and uh, our entire building kind of went through a structural shake like that. And I, remember, I know how bad it was because during the eighty seven seconds of the thing, I was, uh, at some point I climbed down with my son and my dog, one in both arms, um, so I was not ready to go back in a hurry, but um, it was something my, my wife actually forced me after a few days. She said, uh, you know, however long you continue to stay here, this is your in-laws house, your house is there. You can't just keep away from it. hoga, chalo So I said, no, no, are you foolish? Enough? So she said, okay, I'm going tomorrow. If you want to come, you come along. Otherwise, you come when you are ready. So I said, "Come on, here, let me go." So I I I went a little um, hesitantly, pulled, dragged, fighting. But uh, I think it made it made a lot of sense. So then, once you once you started living, every teeny weeny bit of uh, uh, aftershock. If you if you live on a fault line, then there are hundreds of aftershocks every day. Right. So. You learn to find your way through it. So you slept with a light next to your bedside lamp and you put a glass with half filled with water. So water can show you even the slightest tremor. So sometimes in the middle of the night, you get up. But if you just looked at the glass of water and it was nice and still, you realize that everything is fine. It is just your worry and you go back to sleep. right? So the moment you start engaging with everything, it starts like riots, for example. Now that was man made. So uh, school stopped for three, four months. And then he said, no, kids' school has to go on. So every morning, I would call the police station and they would say, Subha curfew Nikla. I say, is it okay? It's okay. Okay. At eight o'clock, I would my wife and me would go on a scooter and drop the son to school. And there, sit there for the next two hours, two and a half hours. And then the moment the school got over, you would get your kid on the scooter and rush out without looking back. But... You continued. I remember that was the time during the riots where I discovered the thumb drive. That was one of the, one of the fallouts of it. Because I had to go for meetings to uh, uh, Anand, which is 80 kilometers away. And I said, okay, you can't, you can't uh, take a laptop because you don't want to carry anything valuable. Anything can happen. But you still need to present or something like that. So I looked for some device and I found a, a, then a 64 MB uh, thumb drive. Uh, Transcend cry is coach. And uh, so they were saying, I said, no, the idea is that life has to continue. You don't take foolish risks. You take very calculated ones, but do not allow your life to come to a standstill because momentum is very, very important. That's, that is what I learned. So uh, those, those were the things which uh, kind of all of those things kind of helped uh, uh, big deal in, in even in this one.
0: Yeah, so, I think whatever you're feeling, you should just feel that deeply and move on with that thought, and that's what keeps you going right
1: yeah, so there are times for example when uh, when 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 you f- the, the 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 entire worry is so overwhelming that uh, you can't just keep it on the side and keep walking and say there is another interesting solution for that that I figure, which is. I practice what is called worrying by appointment. So every, I have a, I have a time in the day, a 10 minute slot in the day, every day, which is earmarked for worrying by appointment. So during the day, if something happens that hits me hard, okay, that makes me stopping my tracks, either something you said hurts me, insults me, makes me feel bad, whatever it is, right, I will spend a couple of moments. Not fighting that feeling, but feeling it very intensely in all its glory. So I know exactly because I have to, I have to note that down because I have to bring it back next morning to discuss it with myself. Yeah. right? So instead of fighting it, you I feel the whole thing very very thoroughly and then I quickly file it away and say uh, okay, this is what Pranav did that hurt me today. Great. I am going to Pick this up and you know deal with it in the morning, and then I brush my hands and say, "Okay, let me get on to the next thing." What it allows me to do is, I have given, I have respected that emotion, I've given it its due, I have given it importance and said I need to deal with it, uh, but it stops me from saying something harsh or rushing into that thing at the moment when emotions are in full form, and I can just very nicely dust myself of it right now. And then say, okay, what is next? Let's do that. And we'll come back to this. One thing is to replace, try and replace one emotion with the other. Second is to move on regardless, without allowing anything to uh, freeze you or stop you from action. And the third is, if it is big, then you file it away to pick it up. So that you don't, you give it the merit. So you're not into denial. You're not going to say that never happened. But you're going to deal with it and it's always it's always some amazing perspective you get the next day and um, sometimes what happens is the issue is so small that it doesn't matter the next day you realize that two hours later you figured another data point which told you that that whole feeling itself was stupid it didn't it was just something of your mind actually there was something else altogether i don't know if i'm making sense but but, it makes uh, a lot of
0: sense uh, like is, I, I, I can visualize through it, and I can completely understand how this would be helpful. Just taking the time to worry by appointment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So all of these thought processes that you have personally, right? So when you started in Rich Salon, how did you think that I need to focus on employee delight? And then once you kind of thought about that, how did you start off with it?
1: Okay, so, so uh, just to correct you, I did not start uh, Enrich Salons, Enrich Salons was, uh, is now about 23 years old and I am about 10 odd years old in the system as in uh, formally working at Enrich or contributing at Enrich Uh, around 2010 was when, when I got in, but I've been a customer, I, I first came across Enrich in about 2005, 2006. And after that, I knew them off and on. In two thousand ten, was when I came in uh, to consult on a particular on something. Uh, But but if you look at if you look at why uh, why uh, what you are calling employee delight uh, is is uh, first I think uh, employee delight seems like a catchword and a buzzword. But I think what it actually stands for is. uh, sensitivity to employees okay because right now there are a lot of things that you need to deal with during this crisis and with employees you have to sit and talk to them about things that are not going to be delightful right so in that sense it's not it's not delightful all across the place but yes it is about it is about uh, giving that uh, giving that issue respect and dealing with it with uh, priority and with uh, sensitivity it is important is because if you look at the if you look at it, it this is primarily a service business and the service is happening through your therapists your your hairstylist your beauticians your pedicurists, your lean artists, your makeup artists. now the only way you connect with your customer is through your employees so employees your team becomes extremely extremely important okay and here is a business if you see most businesses in this domain, they're either started by a hairstylist or a beautician. Okay. It's, it's, a, it's a, um, a stylist who grows and says, you know what, there are so many people who like me and who swear by me and I have a definite uh, waiting list of people. So let me just scale up and start something. This thing started entirely differently. So from the beginning, from the beginning, these the people who started the business after the first year they didn't know how to cut hair or do beauty services or any of that, correct? Now, if you if you think for a moment, who do you respect? You respect a lot of people, but uh, one of the things if you see that happens is, if you have a skill that is interesting and important that I do not possess, then so the way I think is, oh my God, you know what? is capable of doing this it's important and it's something that i find is very interesting but i don't know then that is the starting point for respect so i respect you for what you bring to the table because that is something i don't bring to the table and it's different from that so very fundamentally this is a sarah company where the founders uh, are not stylists and uh, therefore, I think in the DNA somewhere there is a higher degree of respect for the uh, therapists and the uh, stylists than you will see in the average salon business in the country. Purely because, and there's nothing wrong in that. I'll tell you why. Because if you, if I'm a uh, senior stylist and I have a set of people, if they tell me something, I will say, you know what, I can tell you how that is done. For what I bring to the table, I respect you for what you bring to the table. So to start with, there I think there is something very interesting about that origin of it. The second thing is, uh, if you don't know something about a business that you are in, for whatever reason, uh, then you will start bringing things from the th- other businesses that you know. Now we've heard it being said that creativity is thinking outside the box. So this automatically became out of the box because you were not in the box to start with. So without realizing you were bringing best practices from whatever else that knew you knew, which was very interesting and different for this business, right? Because just purely because of the way you were configured. So these are some of the reasons why, for example, uh, the team and the, the team, the respect for the craft, the focus on education, has always been very, very uh, from the beginning. It has been it has been very uh, important for uh, at Enrich. and if you look at it, it makes very, very good business sense because, like I said, the only way you and we we are physically in touch with the customer. Okay, we have one of the few businesses where you physically touch your customers. I don't know how many businesses have that kind of privilege, and for a business that works in such great proximity, it is your team. That's the only way you are in touch with the customer. So, if your team is having a great day, chances are your customer is having a great day. And the opposite will most definitely be true. If your team is not having a great great day, zero chance of the customer having a good time. So, if you have whatever dollar to devote towards customer experience, first put it on employee experience because that is the best way to spend it only if you have some left after that then you go put something in customer experience because if by doing the second part and at the cost of the first part you are really not going to get anywhere so i think these are these are some of the reasons why why uh, why as a as a company this this part of the business has always been uh, very very uh, important to us and uh, therefore it has over a period of time, it has seen more investment in mind time for all of us. And therefore, um, like they say, you know, whatever you practice more and focus on over a period of time, you'll get good at. So, I think the run up to why uh, people are such a big uh, uh, preoccupation and uh, obsession with us. So...
0: I think the way you think about it is employee sensitivity, right? Not specifically employee delight and how that feeds into the entire DNA of the company. But now you're over 2,000 people. Yeah. So how do you extend that culture out, right? So, as founders, that's the founding principle. You believe that. But how do you make 2,000 people feel like that?
1: what you said is extremely important it's it's far more easy when i first got into this it at enrich uh, we had 12 outlets uh, and maybe a couple of 100 people today we have about 2150 odd people across six cities uh, there was a time when we knew most of the people by name and uh, people like rohit and vikram would probably know the first 300 people not by name, but they must have also spent time with them and you know, have uh, had a a, uh, solid equation with them. But then this is when you need to probably uh, you need to probably put in some kind of systems and processes to be able to to be able to scale up what you can what you can do with four people if you want to do that with forty four hundred or four thousand that is when you have to try and get uh, some some uh, sense of uh, a shared set of values uh, 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 some common behavior patterns some things that you say that you know what this is what we value here and this is the way we do things and uh, the important part is it is it is it is easy to Do this, and it's easy to try and cascade it, but there are two ways you can cascade it. One way is just to say this is the way it happens here, okay? But the second way is probably to also share it and say why, and that becomes very critical, correct? So sometimes what happens is a certain ritual will get carried without really. Knowing why it's happening, or maybe without even assuming or trying to figure out whether it is relevant or not, beyond a point. Correct? So I think what is what is important is not just to have a set of uh, values that are close to you, and to be able to share them, but also to try and try and share them along with the along with the reason why. So one of the things, for example, we do is uh, whenever We believe that it's important, so when we hire a a person at the company, so if you are a stylist, I want to know that technically you are a good stylist. But I also want to know that you are a type of human being that will get along with my set of values. How do you do that? Uh, You you try and look for certain competencies and certain uh, uh, levels of skill in that competency. And there are ways where you can you can uh, check for it or get examples of behavior and try and find a way. Uh, the next thing you do once you've done that is to uh, is to also have a shared understanding of what is important in this place. So one of the things that one of the things that we do is um, in our induction session there is a values session, which I'm sure is there in almost every place. Okay? Uh, the, what we try and do in our company is uh, one of the uh, four of us, earlier five of us. Um, one of the one of our directors uh, 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 retired two years ago. So now there are four of us, but you know, one of us does that takes that session. So every week there are new joinees. There is a session where, for example, I will take like a two hour session. And I will take them through the, the nine values of NH and why they make so much sense to us. And I also tell them that uh, they will make sense to them because we have ensured that they are our kind of people. right? And uh, so even today, even at this 2000 uh, size, we find a way to make sure that everybody gets covered. So either we will get people over to HO. Or one of us will travel to location, but we will make sure that we will make sure that uh, something like this is there. That is one. Then there, the second thing is about uh, one of the elements is something called uh, we have a buddy system. So if somebody new joins, we we uh, uh, they do something called a job shadow, where they shadow somebody else who's doing that job in that in not in maybe the salon where they are in, but in a similar salon in a zone. And eventually, when they start, they they are they can they can get assigned to a buddy, whom they will reach to for uh, anything that they they need to know in the initial days, sort of thing. Now, uh, by being part of the shoal, has learned that they have to take you on the from the one to the right. So, if everyone follows the person to the right, then regardless of how many there are, they all move in the same direction. Now. It is such a it's such an amazing uh, uh, bit of information that if you want you can do something very interesting with it. Right? So so uh, you can learn from this and then say okay in the initial days then you will wonder shall I do this shall I do that if I give you a buddy it is someone to your right whom you whose cue you can follow. Okay, and just giving you a teeny example but there is there is such amazing. Uh, there is such there is such a vast universe of interesting stuff out there to pick up cues from uh, if you if you just if you just uh, try and try and uh, look at it so for example we do we do uh, a lot of companies you would have heard of exit interviews being done yes right uh, have you heard of stay interviews no stay interviews are now look at the principle behind it, it's so beautiful. Every company focuses on, if I'm losing 5% customers every month, that is the number that you get discussed in every meeting. People will wonder and dissect 5%, where do these customers go, why do they go? Somebody should focus that 95% of your customers are sticking with you. And if you just focus on the 95% and learn why they are sticking with you, maybe 5% will not leave. Right? So yeah. yes, of course you should do exit interviews. But you should also uh, sit and talk to people who've been around for a long time to try and figure out what is it that is making it uh, worth their while to stay back. And maybe if you focused on that, that will give you a bigger uh, opportunity to, to not worry about the 5%. Or hire a technician. You hire a good technician and a good human being that is aligned with your way of doing things, your values. That is one number one. Having done that, so because I tell you, it is it's a different feeling to wake up and go to work with like minded people if you if you get up and have to go to a place you say oh my god not again not another day then that's that's a deal breaker to start with okay so yes you are paying people everybody pays people but are you are you contributing to uh, for them to learn something new are you contributing to Uh, their growth so if you notice somebody could be a hairstylist if there is a small um, salon next to your house and you say you know i used to go there when i was in fifth standard and till i went graduated i went there and the same guy was there and he was a hairstylist and he was a hairstylist that's all there was to it okay but what we've tried to do is like i said we have focused on training so we help them learn Uh, we help them grow we've created like a growth path for them this join as uh, if you learn in the academy then you join as a graduate stylist growth path with a clear definition of what it takes to go there so you created learning you created a growth path you have showed them how to achieve and you celebrate milestones that they achieve every time okay our salons have been shut since the middle of march the revenue tap is shut we are in a company at a growth path. We are opening salons every month. Whatever equity we had uh, infusion we had taken was going towards uh, opening salons. Uh, we didn't have a COVID uh, exigency fund, like except for I think uh, the Wimbledon. Nobody else in the world had it. So, so we are actually funding what we are doing right now for our people through debt. Okay, uh, but we are but we are still we are still uh, doing that. But even in such a time, even in such a time, so my people have been, we are all taking home less. We, we, we configured it in a manner where at the beginning we said, uh, uh, everybody will need to sacrifice. It will be higher as you go up. And we'll try and make sure uh, that because we have to stretch what we have for the next two, three months till whenever it, this thing is going. Uh, and we took all our people along and we, and we uh, did that. But interestingly, uh, there, was a, there, was a, there is a Retailers Association of India and people in retail have started losing their jobs and they are putting together a fund to uh, try and give a certain few thousand rupees every month for the next three months to people who've got, uh, who lost their jobs for them to at least keep their uh, home fires burning. Our people who have taken home a reduced payout for the last couple of months. Have volunteered and some 2000 plus of them have donated on the same Planet Enrich Emergency Fund principle. Okay, so each one of the company donated 50 rupees, the company added the rest, and added 50%, and we donated a lakh and 50,000 rupees into that fund. Now, the amount might be small, but the interesting part here is the The understanding that even though I am taking less today I am in uh, financially not a great place but there are people who are worse off than me and even in the situation I am in, I still have the ability to help somebody with something now that I think is a is a if you if you if you make place in your heart for things like this, then more or less you will be Yes, you will be, you will be, you will get tossed around, you will feel scared and you will feel afraid and you will get shaken up, but you will still make it.
0: Just a really emotional thought in terms of like, I think how you think about so many small details is, uh, and just, I think it comes from caring from people and then people caring from each other, right? I think it's not so complicated. I think if you just do the right thing. No, it isn't.
1: It isn't. You, you, Uh, I think it it is just about putting a little bit of thought behind something and then it it works itself out. Uh, In the same forum, uh, we do that daily video. So in one of the daily videos, I made this appeal and I said, yes, I know we are taking homeless, but there are people who lost their jobs. So there is this appeal saying, and it is only by volunteering. Only if you feel like it and only if you can feel free to do it and it was so amazing to see that now till that time in that forum only company management was doling out some money now what is happening is they've asked us for that video and they said you know what we will will use this or there are now half a dozen more companies in the domain who are going to try and do a similar appeal to their people so and even if you look at it What is the principle? The principle is, and that's exactly what we told our people. Then we had to tell them that, you know, money is less, the time is going to be more, so we'll have to stretch till then, which means each one of us will have to take less. So we said, the example is very simple. The thing is, if one of us has to bear it more, it will break their back. If only the company has to bear this cost, it will break the company back, and it will break the business. But if each one of us, us tries and takes a little bit of it, then, we'll be able to see ourselves across this and why should we do it the only reason why we should do it is we are a salah chain we make people look good okay and we know that we make people look good because looking good makes them feel good about themselves this is not just a cosmetic thing we are doing we are feeding we are serving a very primordial need of human beings to feel good about themselves to feel capable enough of taking care of whatever the day and their life throws at them. So this need is definitely going to continue. And during this time, if at all, it gets accentuated. You realize how much you need it. So the fundamental reason for our business to be is very much there. Then if you're sure about that, it's a question of how to see through this time. And if you are, if you are a set of people who are together, and uh, have your gnosis in the same direction then uh, it becomes simpler to find a way to get through to this now that again is a that again is a very very uh, uh, brave thing to do if you think of it because imagine a situation where you're saying in any case i can give you i can't give you more than half of what you make and even that half, I'm going to pick and choose and tell you how much you did, how much you didn't versus the next day and then figure out. You could Somebody could turn around and say, what the hell? What do you mean? How dare you? And so on and so forth. Right? But if you explain why and carry your people along, they will have all of these questions and worries, but they will still be able to see light at the end of the time. And like I said... Is it scary to think of this and do it? Yes, it is. But, like I said, you don't allow fear to stop you in your tracks. You, take take calculated risks. Remember to breathe regularly and don't get so shocked or surprised that you will uh, panic. But keep keep at it. Keep at it. And it will it will happen. So, it means you have to do whatever you have to do. But you have to do it a little more effort and a little more Mindfully.
0: No, so, one thing before we wrap up, right? Like, if there was just one thought you could share with everyone who's listening to this, like, if everyone could take away only one thing from this podcast, what would you want that to be?
1: Uh, I believe each one of us is unique. And for whoever that has been hearing this podcast, uh, there would have been different things that struck them. Uh, in the course of the podcast that could have been interesting for them. And uh, my belief is that that doesn't happen randomly. It happens for a reason. Because something called out to you because it it has some relevance in whatever it is that you're doing at this point in time. So rather than me saying, this is the one thing I want you to take out from it, uh, I believe that we are all curators. So there is a reason why anything that resonated with you has meaning for you. So if I were you, I would make note of it. And maybe sometime later, uh, today or tomorrow, I would go revisit it and try and figure out why it made so much sense to me when I heard it. Because there is something interesting that you can make out of that and whatever you're doing right now.
0: I love that. Love that thought process. And I think you shared so many really, really interesting thoughts on this podcast today. And I took away so many interesting things from it. And I'm sure each and every one of the listeners did too. Thank you so much for uh, giving us your time and sharing your insights.
1: My my pleasure entirely. And uh, uh, I'm looking forward to uh, listening to all the rest of the podcasts because I'm very interested in finding out uh, newer things to connect to. And I'm sure I'll find some too. So thank you so much for hosting me on this one.
0: Perfect. Thank you.